Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. Hey guys, it's Eric G. Coming up in this episode of Around the House, we're going to start out by talking about a brand new way to use Wi-Fi around your house for security, for safety, for even taking care of a loved one that can't take care of themselves. And then later on in the show, we'll be talking with Roy Novosel from Comcast Xfinity about storm-ready Wi-Fi so you can have that Wi-Fi signal no matter if you've got power or not. We have got so much ahead that I don't want you to miss. If you need more info about the show, head over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com where you can catch everything about the show, the podcast, the radio show, and of course, Around the House Northwest, the television show. You can stream just about anywhere, and that's over at AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Now, let's start this show off. We got a good one coming. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. You know, guys, I love home technology and what it can do to make our jobs easier. We've got Tony here from Origin AI. Welcome to Around the House, my friend. Thank you very much, Eric. It's great to be here. How are you? Good, man. I, I love what you guys are doing out there because you know, we went through this period of smart home stuff and, and it got kind of crazy, right? Where your rice maker was giving you the weather and stuff like that, that had like no value to things. And now you're doing some stuff out there that's groundbreaking to make, well, owning a home a lot easier. Absolutely. You know, um, and it's funny that you say that because sure enough, the smart home is is evolving. A lot of the stuff before was maybe not adding a tremendous value, uh, amount of value, but it had more of a cool factor. And now with like what we're doing, for example, um, you know, using the Wi-Fi in your house that exists to make sure we bring a tremendous amount of value from that to the homeowner. That's uh, really what we're focused on. Our purpose at our generic is to, you know, touch millions of lives in the world, make their lives more secure, happier and safer. So that's really what we're all about uh, in, in at Origin. And that is great. Let's talk about Wi-Fi sensing because this is a great new technology that you guys are really harnessing. And I think it's something that uh, most people have no idea what I'm asking about. Yeah. So in your house today, in all of our homes and all of our businesses, we've got Wi-Fi. It is ubiquitous. Uh, it is part of our lives now. Uh, and it's a necessary part of our lives. What uh, Origin does, and, and, and Origin has been around for a while now, um, but uh, has a, 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 a huge number of patents, is when people are in a, a, a place that has Wi-Fi, as they move and do things, it disturbs the Wi-Fi waves that are happening in that area. Our technology and our AI understands what the, the disturbances mean. So for example, if you're just moving, uh, in a room, we'll know you're moving. If you're sitting still and breathing, we'll know you're breathing. If you've fallen, we know you've fallen. So it, there are characteristics of the disturbance in the Wi-Fi that we understand, know, and contextualize for the homeowner. Man, so that can be from something to 
sensing a light turning on in a room as you're heading over that direction to making sure, you know, grandma's safe in her home when she's the only one there. You got it. That's you spot on. I mean, two use cases that we're, we're doing today. You got it. That is great. And so, you know, it's funny. It's, you know, electricity, when we use it, it gives off different sounds and it's kind of the same thing with this. And so you could really use this even for home security. You could. And Eric, that's really a key vertical of ours. We have basically uh, three verticals, uh, security, home security, uh, network service providers and increasing their value, and what we call smart spaces. Security is one of the biggest things that we do. And basically, uh, what imagine our technology. We'll know if somebody's there. We'll know if somebody's not there. We'll know if somebody's there uh, working along with your network provider that we know is not friendly. And we can do this uh, just by, like for example, the router in your home and all the connected devices you have in your home already. No need to buy extra plastic. No need to buy anything extra. So we can do that in a very, very lightweight manner and give the homeowner uh, security and peace of mind. Man, and that is so different than your traditional security systems that have like, you know, uh, motion sensors in this area versus, you know, we see in the movies where you got the laser lights around the art installation, right? You know, it's, yeah. it's funny, yeah. right? And this is, yeah. everybody's climbing through it, doing it. And I don't want to get step on anybody's movies, but you know, we've yeah. seen that a million times in the theaters, yeah. but it's funny. This is actually going to be a, you know, a, a 360 degree thing in every level of the house. You got it. And look, even when you look at those large security companies, there's still, there's going to be a place in the market for them. You're going to have people that are going to want a security company to come in and put up all the the, the sensors and so forth. So believe me, uh, uh, there's a place for everyone. There's sure. also a place for what we call a very, very lightweight security model that allows us to uh, give uh, the homeowner uh, a way into home intrusion and be able to see what's going on in their home without having to do that. But there's going to be a place for everybody in this. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's if, if somebody's got that $25 million, you know, $25 million piece of art, there's a place for that. You better believe it. Uh, there's the, the market's a huge market, and yeah. we're looking to to make it easier for the homeowners that maybe don't want all of that. That is cool. So uh, you know, this is an emerging emerging technology. Where are we at today, and where do you see us in in maybe four or five years? So we already have uh, we've already launched uh, with uh, Verizon, a massive partner of ours in the Northeast. Uh, we are now in all of their FiOS routers and. Uh, we are um, uh, now in those homes with a great product called Home Awareness. If you're a Verizon customer, you can sign up for that. Um, and we are going to be launching uh, here in Europe with Deutsche Telekom doing the same thing across the pond. Um, and then those are the big network providers we're going to be launching with. And then we're going to be launching with other companies uh, in the security space here. Keep your eyes out here over the next um, six months between the US and Europe. So we're going to be really hitting those verticals, like I told you. And over the next, by the time we get in the summer of 2024, we're going to be launched on both sides of the pond in all of these critical verticals. So, and that's where we are just in the next six months. In the next two years, we plan on being in, in hundreds of millions of devices across the world as it becomes much easier uh, and certain regulatory things that are happening with Wi-Fi, with 802.11bf, with Purple and other standards, uh, working with the chip manufacturers, where our technology is going to be embedded everywhere. And there's no more that you got to call and sign up for it. It's there, you turn it on and it, and it works automatically. So it's going to be a thing where over the next two years, we're going to be around you. You don't even know us. And if you want the service that we just spoke about, 
you can turn it right on and you're there. Now it's a little more uh, working with customer by customer. By the time we get two years from now, it, we're going to be as, as, as ubiquitous as Wi-Fi. Nice. Nice. You know, there's a lot of concerns out there with people that don't really understand this space about, you know, their own personal security, whether yeah. it comes to, you know, we're hearing a lot in the news about AI and there's all these different things going on. You know, how do you resolve people's concerns with that kind of stuff? Because anytime there's new tech out there, that's the first red flag that comes up. People go, whoa, whoa, whoa. What does that do for my privacy? So we don't identify people. Uh, all we nice. know is there's a person there or there's a person not, or there's a person moving or a person not. Um, you know, when it comes to, so we don't really do identification of anybody. We don't, we don't do that. Uh, nice. Our customers own all, all, all the data, the horizons of the world. We don't really touch the data. And then on top of that, like I said earlier, with the intrusion detection, um, when I said we recognize somebody walking in, what I meant by that is their devices, right? That like the, the router at home will recognize their phone, for example. But we don't know uh, anything other than that. So it really is not an intrusive thing. The only place that we kind of follow what people do from a trend standpoint is in the elderly care portion because their caretakers like me, my parents are, 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 are aging in place. I do want to mm -hmm. know if they're spending a lot more time in bed versus in the kitchen this month versus last month uh, or change in their habits. And that's because me as a caretaker, as their son, I want to know that. That's the only place that we get a little bit more um, uh, more detailed in how we track. But for the caretaker, it's what they want, right? Like me, for example. But we're not identifying people. We're not we're not uh, saying, oh, this person's doing that and that person's doing the other. None of that. It's very kind of high level data that we're talking about here. We're very very effective contextual data. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started with home technology today. Around the house, we'll be right back after these important messages. Don't go anywhere. And if you need more information about us, head over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. We'll be right back. What's up? This is Stixidinia. And Satchel from Steel Panther. And you are listening to Around the House with Eric G. Yeah. We love Eric G and you should too. Welcome back to the Around the House show. Now we've been talking with uh, Tony Nicoletis from Origin AI about some of the new technologies that you can use inside your house without even having extra extra hardware for like security and uh, healthcare, things like that. And this has been pretty interesting stuff. So let's get back to this conversation. And then after we're done with this interview here, we're going to be talking with uh, Roy Novosel from Xfinity. And in another interview, we're going to be talking about storm ready Wi-Fi. So when your power goes out, you still have that internet connection, which is great for you guys working from home or the kids still wanting to watch stuff. That's a good one there as well. And some new information on that. Now let's get back to Tony. Nice. You know, there's a lot of concerns out there with people that don't really understand this space about, you know, their own personal security, yeah. whether it comes to, you know, we're hearing a lot in the news about AI and there's all these different things going on. 
you know, how do you resolve people's concerns with that kind of stuff? Because anytime there's new tech out there, that's the first red flag that comes up. People go, whoa, whoa, whoa. What does that do for my privacy? So we don't identify people. Uh, all we know is there's a nice. person there or there's a person not, or there's a person moving or a person not. Um, you know, when it comes to, so we don't really do identification of anybody. We don't, we don't do that. Uh, our nice. customers own all, all, all the data, the horizons of the world. We don't really touch the data. And then on top of that, like I said earlier, with the intrusion detection, um, when I said we recognize somebody walking in, what I meant by that is their devices, right? That like the, the router at home will recognize their phone, for example. But we don't know uh, anything other than that. So it really is not an intrusive thing. The only place that we kind of follow what people do from a trend standpoint is in the elderly care portion because their caretakers like me, my parents are, 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 are aging in place. I do want to know mm -hmm. if they're spending a lot more time in bed versus in the kitchen this month versus last month uh, or change in their habits. And that's because me as a caretaker, as their son, I want to know that. That's the only place that we get a little bit more um, uh, more detailed in how we track, but for the caretaker, it's what they want, right? Like me, for example. But we're not identifying people. We're not we're not uh, saying, oh, this person's doing that and that person's doing the other. None of that. It's very kind of high level data that we're talking about here. We're very very effective contextual data. You know that makes a lot of sense because you know Tony, when I look at this, taking care of my mother, for instance, she's in her mid eighties and she's three and a half hours away. That is all very valuable data to make sure that she's uh, well cared for. That you got, and you would have that nobody else, right? So um, that's the only place that it gets detailed. Other than that, it stays at a very high level. We're not going to be in a in a position. You can't Wi-Fi sensing will not be able to identify me versus you. It's just the physics, you know, it's impossible. Absolutely. That is great stuff. And, and this doesn't require a lot of other hardware within the home. No, for example, the intrusion detection, like for example, Verizon, we are embedded on the Verizon Fios router. It automatically connects to all your connected devices in your house. For example, in my house, I don't know how many connected devices you have. I have 14 connected devices in my house between smart TVs, couple of Alexas, a couple of smart speakers, whatever, they're in my house. The average in the US is 17, uh, average. And we know that's only gonna grow. So you already built this. Yeah, I'm in the mid 50s. <laughs> you already have that. Yeah. So embedding yeah. our tech into a router, for example, or a gateway in your house, it'll automatically connect to those devices and you don't have to do anything. All it has to be is on the Wi-Fi, and boom, you create this coverage around your house. So very lightweight. You know, that is great stuff. And I, I can only think about where we go with this in the future because, you know, right now you've got uh, all these apps on your phone, for instance, for a lot of people to turn on the, the dining room light or the porch lights or things like that. And now all of a sudden you're just, it's just going to be intuitive because it knows, hey, this person's heading to another room. It's heading that direction, right? wow, we could turn the lights on there or wow, they're never in this room. Maybe we don't have to heat and cool this room as much. I can see where this is going. I mean, obviously you've done your homework and I first very much say I appreciate that because I can tell you read about us and I can tell you understand what we do because these everything you've mentioned today are use cases we're working on. Turning the lights on automatically when you walk into the room and then you can set the time on your watch on your, on your phone when you want to turn the lights off a minute after there's no occupancy. Um, managing energy, which we know is a massive issue with, um, with everything that's going on globally. 
So these are all things that we are doing and all use cases we're going to be tackling over the next year. And that is great. And and I think that's the, the biggest challenge with people right now is that so many people out there, you know, especially even in my audience, they like to get kind of started with the smart home stuff. But a lot of this more complex stuff is is not intuitive to them and it's work and I, they don't want to have six apps on their phone to run everything. The more things happen automatically, I think the more people will adopt this technology. You got it. And by the way, this won't be another app you have to do because let's say if you're a Verizon customer, you go to your Verizon app. It's, it's all right there. So, um, and it makes this whole fragmented smart home kind of uh, a fragmentation that's happened that you mentioned earlier. Now it starts to lessen that and uh, the smart home really becomes a reality in the best way possible for the homeowner. Yeah, it's great. And, and you think about doing you know, like HVAC stuff out there. Now that we're seeing all these zone systems and you're seeing mini split heat pumps where you've got four or five different units yeah. in a house, that could really give you some energy savings by just noticing who's in what room and who's not. I mean, think about it. Um, you know, every time you knock down uh, one degree, whether you keep it one degree warmer during the summer or one degree cooler during the winter because somebody's not there, that's, you, can, you can reduce your heat or air conditioning by 3%. Think about that. So it's money right in your pocket and you're not running the electricity. You're helping, you're helping all the stuff going on globally. So you're spot on that we can make an impact. Yeah, and that's a big deal right now, especially when you look at power companies right now that are really trying to stop that usage around the house because you know if they can bring down our usage and be more efficient, then that makes makes it so they don't have to build another power plant yeah. to charge the next electric car it. so you know there's such a focus on it. that you right got now. It. that's why i think we our purpose really is to make millions of people's lives easier more secure and safer for sure that's why yeah and and with our baby motors getting older i can really see where this is this is going to be smart for people out there i yeah. like it so Tony, I got another question for you here. When it comes to, you know, builders and remodelers, what are your suggestions out there so that we can be, you know, bringing homeowners into this early on instead of having to, you know, a homeowner goes in and buys this brand new track house and all of a sudden now they've got to do some remodeling right off the bat to make their smart home stuff work correctly. You know what? That's an absolute opportunity that we're looking at because it's 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 the, it's one of the single biggest opportunities eric to make the smart home a real reality we are looking to talk to any remodeler any home builder out there uh and show them how to set up the devices or the smart switches for example and smart plugs and smart um uh, uh lights and everything in there you put them in the home. All the homeowner has to do is come in and say, hey, do you want the service? Boom, they turn it on. They don't have to buy anything. They don't have to do anything. Automatic coverage. They can get their security system from there. And it makes it very, very, very impactful for the homeowner. And more importantly, I think it's another revenue generator for the home builders. So around the house, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Ron Keel, the Metal Cowboy from Keel, the Ron Keel Band and Steeler. We are rocking Around the House with Eric G. Welcome back to the Around the House show. If you want to find out more information about us, head to aroundthehouseonline.com. 
Now we've been talking about Wi-Fi sensing and how this can help you in your home. Now let's get back to that conversation with Tony. You know, that is great because great example, just a few years ago, I had a business associate of mine uh, move into one of the biggest um, smart home. It was this whole development that was all solar based down in Florida. And it was this whole huge plain community. And they bought the smart home package. The smart home package ended up being all stacked not installed in the top closet of the hall closet because that's where all the locks and the and the light switches were. And when they went to go hook up their Internet, they forgot to put the uh, fiber optic to the house. And so ended up having to call the fiber optic to provider. And for about a month, they had it duct taped to their driveway and up their walkway to get in the house until they dug their house up in the front yard and had to reinstall this stuff because, oops, they forgot the smart part of the smart home. It, it is, uh, man, that's the definition of growing pains, isn't it? Trying to get to this realization of the smart home. We'll get over these homes. Absolutely. A, my, my cup is half full with this. It'll happen. Home builders are going to realize this is going to be a revenue generator for them and they're going to all get on board. Yeah, that makes sense. And you know, Wi-Fi is getting so great out there and you're seeing internet speeds now really picking up, you know, even the people out there like the Comcast Xfinities, which, you know, had their millions and millions of miles of coax cable now have figured out technology to be able to put in, you know, fiber optic speed into someone's home using that old material that they had going into the house. You got it. And, you know, when you look at these internet service providers, you know, though, they need help, though, um, because it's all about speeds and feeds. And that um, is troublesome for them because uh, they're going to get it's going to become more and more competitive. Right. Look what you just said about Comcast. Now, how is their competition going to react? And it puts a lot more pressure on their, you know, profit and loss. And they need other value to expand their services, becomes even more sticky to their customers. And that's where Wi-Fi sensing and origin comes in. This is why we the largest Network providers in the world, we're working with them and we're launching with them between now and the end of 24. So um, we're very excited. And it's a very, very big vertical of ours is working closely with network uh, service providers. You know, that's great. And I can't wait to see what you guys are doing because, you know, it seems like uh, in 2023 and even last part of 2022, that interoperability between companies is actually starting to happen. And I'll be honest, I thought we were many years away, but you're starting to see companies mm-hmm. that absolutely literally hated each other now working together in the smart home space to to let the samsung and lg appliances work side by side without fighting each other yeah and uh those are the walls that need to come down so we don't have 800 apps on our phones like we said earlier right so it's again it's gonna happen it's a matter of time and getting over some of these uh, hurdles you know yeah and it's gonna be really fun to see this because i think we're just getting to that point and you guys are a big part of this, of that big point of us taking our, you know, I mean, our dial up AOL back in the day, right? With uh, insert that noise that's going through many of our heads right now, but of it connecting to all of a sudden having something that, wow, I'm not waiting for something to download. Those first few years where speeds were just bouncing and going up faster, faster, faster. Mm -hmm. And instead of waiting, we got that time back. I think we're just turning into that now where we're going to laugh and look back to 2022 and 2023 going, remember when you actually had to touch that light switch? Remember when you actually had to adjust that? It just didn't do it automatically. That's right. That's right. And you know, when we, when we work with those type of manufacturers and we put our tech into things like light bulbs, the specifications are 
very stringent because it takes about a half second for you to turn and flip that light switch. So if we're going to replace that light switch, we got to be as good, if not better than that. And that puts a lot of pressure on our engineering team, but very confident we've already done it and we can do that kind of thing where we can replace those, those kind of things like switches. You know, and it's, it's so funny because that's one of the hardest and the most basic things because I've done a lot of testing of different switches here and there's some that work really, really well. And there's some, uh, I tried one out and not going to be negative with this, but it just shows that how people out there that are pushing in technology, right? That, you know, I had it in my closet and in the middle of the night, it would just automatically turn on. And I'm like, awesome. This is cool. Unfortunately, that company didn't make it. They're no longer around, but there's yeah. also people out there that are just flawless in their operation. Look, high tech is, is uh, it's, it's always a risk. And uh, it's always, obviously, it's high tech, so it's complicated. Uh, and, and, and the battle you have, uh, Eric, I'm sure you've heard about it, is when do you launch? Is your, does your product need to be perfect? If it's going to be ultimately perfect, are you going to be late? Um, you know what I mean? So there's this very, very, very fine balance where the stuff's got to work. Otherwise, people are like, ah, the tech's not ready. Uh, and But you're going to market as quick enough to uh, get it off the ground. So it's always a challenge in any high-tech environment, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, no question. How does it work with uh, like with the Wi-Fi sensing when you've got pets and things like that around the house? Because people always hear in my show, sometimes there's a dog around, if you know what I mean. It's a big focus of ours, Eric, especially in the security space, because uh, one of the biggest reasons why why the security companies churn customers is because of false alarms. One of the biggest cause of false alarms is pets. Okay, so we have a patented way in our in our tech stack that we can discern. Um, I'm not going to say pet versus human. I'm going to say human versus non-human. How's that? Perfect. So we'll be able to definitively say there is a human being there. Or we'll be able to definitively say there's something that's not human there. Uh, and not human it could be pets. It could be an oscillating fan. It could be a curtain moving because the air conditioner uh, just turned on, whatever. So we have a human, non-human, we call motion classification. We spend a lot of time on that. That's launching in January, coming up next uh, in two months. And um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take this, our security, home security proposition to a whole new level. That is exciting stuff because, yeah, I think there's nothing more frustrating than false alarms. And uh, it's something that a lot of the old school companies deal a lot with, with the wind blowing a door a little bit and the sensor goes off, right? Or, or somebody doesn't shut that door all the way and the wind blows and it's open. And now the police are showing up, walking into somebody's backyard because the latch didn't go correctly. You got it, man. All these things are reality. Yeah. All of these things are reality in the security industry. And we want to try to eliminate false alarms. Yeah, and I like that too, because I, I can see how many challenges, and this is where I got to tip the hat to you guys. You know, there's a big difference between the dog walking across the yard and grandma can't get up off the ground because she went to pick something up and isn't strong enough to get back up into our walker, for instance. Very serious situations, man. These, uh, see, these situations lead to the worst thing, which is the de deterioration of their health. The worst thing, you know, so, uh, you, you know, taking care of, the people who are elderly around us is really critical. Yeah, it's really cool that uh, what we're seeing with this, because, you know, we've come a long way already since the I've fallen and I can't get up stuff that you see out there. And that was the only option for so many people for so many years is that you hoped that uh, 
you know, that uh, she was able, if she, if she got in a situation where she couldn't do something as in my mom, that she could hit a button. But now for instance, my son, who's got some medical issues, he's got uh, seizures and stuff, which is well under control, but he's got a watch now that that can sense it before it happens. You know what I mean? There's so much great tech out there. And I think it's really going to take over the healthcare industry. It is. And our goal is to, let's say uh, a mother or a son, whatever is not wearing their watch or their pendant. Our goal is in the house. You don't need any of that. We'll know. If, as long as you have Wi-Fi in the house, we'll know. Um, and uh, so we're another complimentary technology that can really help you do that. So where do people find out more information about this? Go to our website, Origin, Origin AI. Uh, and uh, you can look up our website. You can put Wi-Fi sensing in. We come up automatically. Uh, and you want a demo, Hit uh, put your name in there. And one of our team members will be back to you very, very shortly. Uh, and if anybody wants to reach out to me, they can, uh, just reach out to me directly, you know, through, uh, uh, tony.nicolaitis at originwirelessai.com. Perfect. Tony, thanks for coming on around the house today. Eric, thank you very much. Appreciate it. You guys have a great day. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we'll be talking with Roy Novosel from Xfinity about storm ready Wi-Fi, So you've always got a signal around your house. It is storm season for us. This is that time of year that we fight power outages and everything else. Today, we've got my friend Roy Novosel from Comcast Xfinity, and we're gonna talk about something I actually tested last week myself, their new storm-ready Wi-Fi system. Welcome back to Around the House, my friend. Oh, thank you, Eric, a pleasure to be here, and I appreciate you inviting me back to your show. Oh man, it's always great to find out uh, what's new out there. And, uh, you know, a few months ago, you guys sent me that uh, storm ready Wi-Fi program. And, you know, when the power went out of my house last week, that worked well. So uh, hats off to you. It kept me going. That's awesome. That's awesome. And Xfinity Storm Wi-Fi is is exactly for that. When there's storms, there's high winds, there's damages. Uh, Connectivity is so important to people uh, nowadays that reliability within the home, even when the power's out, is is the utmost importance. And so that's why we launched that product. And it just, it, I, I guess you could say it adds on to your existing packages. Um, and the only thing you have to do is buy buy uh, one of those storm-ready Wi-Fi packs from us, and there's no additional charge to uh, so get the service. So let's talk about, for people that don't know what I'm talking about here and what you're talking about, how does this work? So storm ready Wi-Fi, what it is, is it's a battery backup uh, uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, when it's not in, I guess you'd say, when you don't have a power outage, let's all hope that we don't have to have power outages. It actually works as a extender in your home. So when it's not doing the secondary purpose, its primary purpose is to be an extender. 
and extends the coverage within your home, just like our X5 pods uh, do. I don't know if you're familiar with our X5 pods. Yep. Works the same function and fashion. And then when the power goes out and you lose connection or you lose Wi-Fi within the home, it picks up and becomes the primary gateway instead of being a secondary gateway to, to your primary gateway. So, and that's where cell tower picks up uh, off that off that connection and and keeps your whole house running while the power's out. Yeah, mine was uh, early in the morning. It was a tree around the corner that uh, just had a little bit too much wind, came down, took a bunch of lines down. And uh, I tell you what, when the power went out, I went, uh-oh. And usually what I would do is I would go out and, you know, it's early in the morning. I didn't really want to wake the neighbors up and be that guy out there starting up my loud generator. But I thought, you know, I've got it. I'm, I'm up and running so I can keep working and I'm an early morning person. So I just grab my battery backup that I have, plug my computer and my router into it. And uh, it started working and I just changed my, my desktop over to the uh, to the wireless network. It worked awesome. And uh, it's on another floor of the house and uh, it worked great. So it was something that uh, I didn't think I'd be using so quickly, but uh, it is it is something that I tested and it worked well. Well, it's, uh, it's always good to be prepared because you just never know what's going to happen with weather. And uh, I mean, other than just power outages, you know, that down tree probably took down our hard line as well, too, on the Comcast side. And so this provides backup to even our wireline main service into your home. And so that's what's really neat about it. It's not just for when you have a power outage, but, you know, there's times when that same tree will take down our wireline as well, too. Absolutely. And it's no fault to the power company, you guys. It's just mother nature at work. And uh, we got to have those trees out there, right? <laughs> That's right. They provide some good shade and, and a home for our, our friendly little squirrels. So, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And by the way, those squirrels are no friend of my Wi-Fi usually, but uh, you guys do a good job of keeping that working, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of times they like chewing on our stuff, too. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you guys have been doing a bunch of uh, system upgrades out there as well. Let's talk about that for just a second, because uh, that road to TNG in the Northwest is cruising right along, too. Yeah, it's it's coming along great. And in the Pacific Northwest, we're we're about 40% of the way done. We're gonna finish out the year close to half half of our network done in the entire Pacific Northwest and about the same percentage in the state of Oregon where you're located, Eric. And and in your neighborhood just recently got the got the recent upgrades. And uh, the first offering that we have with that is is two gigabits uh, speeds with uh, 200 up. And then the nice. next iteration, the next iteration, which will come next year and in successive years as well, too, we'll be upgrading our entire network to FDX DOCSIS 4.0, uh, which okay. will be will will bring uh, true symmetrical speeds to you. Wow, that's great. And, you know, I've got one of those older neighborhoods. It's got the coax cable and it doesn't matter. You guys have figured out a way to keep that going fast, which I like because, uh, you know, it's been a good system so far for me. That's right. Now, I think the last time I was on your your uh, your show, I talked about how it's light construction. And I'm sure you noticed in your neighborhood, even though we were in there swapping out electronics, there shouldn't have been really any digging in your yard. If 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 so, probably none whatsoever. And we're just in and out of there in half a day and uh, you're up and running. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I noticed uh, a couple bucket trucks down the road at a couple key spots working on stuff obviously swapping out hardware but there was nobody knocking on my door it was just something that uh 
you know, I was well told in advance of what was going on and uh, it was a great upgrade. Right. Well, I'm happy to hear you had a great experience, Eric. Well, you know, and this is a thing, you know, you, you think about it here and this is something that I wanted to talk about with you today too and why the storm ready Wi-Fi makes sense and where these faster speeds, I mean, every time we turn around our TV speeds, our streaming, and, you know, we're adding all these new pieces of smart you know, to our home and uh, that connectivity is a big deal. And we got to have the speeds to go with it, especially with all the kids out there that are streaming the stuff off YouTube at 4K and everything else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and the the initial offering is two gig, but we can the Docs is 4.0 standard that's uh, be coming to your neighborhood in the next year or so will get us all the way up to 10 gigabits. So wow. it's it's a it's an amazing uh, technology that we can still get amazing speeds out of our I, I guess you say incumbent coaxial network. Uh, not not that uh, we don't build fiber to the home, but we have an expansive, huge incumbent network, legacy network that's been out there for years, and we're still able to get a lot of life out of it. And it's simply just doing electronic upgrades, and it's pretty amazing. You know, I've been in the industry now going on 24 years. And um, it, it, it's just amazing that the, the standards just keep evolving and we just get better and better at getting more and more out of the coax. Yeah, I've been a smart home educator for about five years now to the construction trades. And if you'd have told me four years ago that you guys were going to do that, I'd have said somebody was crazy. But uh, it's great to see that technology being used because you got how many thousands of miles of that cable out there? You might as well use it. That's right. That's right. And. And we have fiber deep in your architecture. So the fiber is very close to your home, uh, but we know how impactful it would be to dig up everybody's yard to put, um, you know, some of our competitors are putting in fiber to the home, but that's very capital intensive. And in well-established neighborhoods, it doesn't go over very well when I've got to tell you, I got to dig up everybody's yard uh, and then replace a line to your home and many times rewire your home as well too. Uh, but I can do the same thing with the same throughput, the same latency as fiber to the home and not have to do any of that ground disturbance. And so I think that's real important. And and also speed to market. I could bring it much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just so much land to cover out there with so many people. That's uh, that would be a big undertaking. So, Roy, how do people track you guys down if they're interested in getting this storm ready Wi-Fi and even getting into the uh, newer, faster speeds? Well, there's uh, two ways uh, that you can either find us online at Xfinity.com. You have all our products on there and you can upgrade through our app if you if you prefer to do that. Or you can visit one of our retail stores, one of the Xfinity retail stores. They have the, the um, so you can take it home right there. You can walk in the store and say, hey, I'd like your storm ready Wi-Fi. And uh, the, the retail agents there will hook you up, I guess you could say. It's uh, currently, I believe it's $256, $256 for the device, but you're going to own it completely. And, nice. Or you can do set up payments. It's like seven bucks a month for 36 months. Re- really inexpensive way to get you know, more reliability in the home if uh, folks want to be prepared. Yeah, I think it's a must have for the kids that are working from home, doing the schoolwork to the parents that are doing the same thing out there, trying to get into the office on those days that uh, the storms are out there. Roy, thanks for coming on today, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, great to see what's latest from you guys. All right. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for the invite. Appreciate it. It's good to see you again.
Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Around the House show. If you need more information about us, you can catch us over at AroundTheHouseOnline.com and make sure you can catch the TV show over on that website as well. We've got a lot of clips up there. If you're tuning in on the podcast, catch us next Wednesday for our midweek special. And on the radio, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next weekend. Thanks for tuning in to Around the House. Have a great holiday season. Unseen and undiscovered Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song Let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand I know where to go All over the radio With you Hey guys, Harry Chi from Around the House You know, we just dropped our first member-exclusive podcast with Jeff Tracy from Barbecue Nation He actually interviews me to find out my history and how I got this far and what I did to learn construction and DIY projects. We also discussed things that, well, don't go to plan and how I battled adversity early on in my career, including some pretty poor decisions in my younger life. We even talk about how I ended up in Rolling Stone magazine. Now, if it was only for playing music. To find out more information, head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com and sign up for Around the House Insider Premium Membership. Not only do you get to hear the weekend show a couple days early, you get all these member exclusive content and it's only four bucks. Now that's even cheaper than a beer at happy hour.